warm welcome to HT Loop as we begin this Holy Week 2021. An hour ago, about 10 HT Loop folks gathered across the street. It was great to see each other for the blessing of palms. We had the Peterson, uh, Sam, and Hannah there, so we had a little parade in the park, which just raised all of our spirits uh, this afternoon. If you have either a palm that you picked up then, or a branch uh, from a tree, or some of a plant, or a plant that you can hold up at the blessing of palms, please do that. And if also you feel in a childlike mood, like some of us gathered here, and you want to walk a little bit, process march around your living room or the room that you are in during that hymn, you're welcome to join us uh, and somehow to feel like we're having procession, even if you're imagining it in your mind or your heart as well. There'll be a couple places in the liturgy with a sung response, Hosanna in the highest, and in the safety of your own space, I invite you to repeat that chanted line after me, and I'll give, give you an indication for that. Blessed is the one who comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest. Hosanna in the highest. The Lord be with you. And also with you. Please now raise your branches or plants. We praise you, O God, for redeeming the world through our Savior, Jesus Christ. Today he entered the holy city in triumph and was proclaimed Messiah and King by those who spread garments and branches along his way. Bless these branches and those who carry them. Grant us grace to follow our Lord in the way of the cross so that joined to his death and resurrection, we may enter life with you through the same Jesus Christ who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. Amen. The Holy Gospel according to Mark. Glory, Glory to, to you, you, O Lord. When they were approaching Jerusalem at Bethphage and Bethany, near the Mount of Olives, Jesus sent two of, the, two of his disciples and said to them, Go into the village ahead of you, and immediately as you enter it, you will find tied there a colt that has never been ridden. Untie it and bring it. If anyone says to you, why are you doing this? Just say this, the Lord needs it. They went away and found a colt tied near a door outside in the street. As they were untying it, some of the bystanders said to them, what are you doing untying the colt? They told them what Jesus had said, and they allowed them to take it. Then they brought the colt to Jesus and threw their cloaks on it, and Jesus sat on it. Many people spread their cloaks on the road, and others spread leafy branches they had cut in the fields. Then those who went ahead and those who followed were shouting, Hosanna! Blessed is the one who comes in the name of the Lord. Blessed is the coming kingdom of our ancestor David. Hosanna in the highest. 
Then Jesus entered Jerusalem and went into the temple. And when he had looked around at everything, as it was already late, he went out to Bethany with the twelve. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, O Christ. Make your palms dance.
the one who comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest. Hosanna in the highest. Let us pray. and might, in the mystery of the passion of your Son, you offer your infinite life to the world. Gather us around the cross of Christ and preserve us until the resurrection. Through Jesus Christ, our Savior and Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. So my throat and
they plot to take my part. But as for me, I have trusted in you, from those who persecute me. scholar says that in our, in our context, it could be deadly to reinforce silent, passive submission of abused persons. Breaking down silence is important to them, but collective silent protests of injustice powerfully confront oppression. When we are threatened, our reptilian brain steps in, and we may blurt out all kinds of words we wish we could take back. Yet in Jesus, there's a calm, steady centeredness, a trust in God, even when his world, even when his dreams, even when his calling seems to be unraveling before his eyes. So listen. Listen for the silence at the end of Mark's passion. The only word from the cross in Mark, a cry of abandonment and desolation. The whole earth seems to be holding its breath, the sun refusing to shine. Even God seems to be silent. When we face our most God-forsaken moments, the silence of God is both unfathomable and somehow reassuring. There are some things for which there are no words. For Jesus dies with a wordless scream, a scream that splits the veil of the temple and leads an unlikely Roman centurion to pronounce the strongest words of faith in Mark's gospel. 
listen for those at the end of the story. So let us now listen to the passion, not only with our ears, but with our hearts. Listen with the events of today in mind, for the story of Jesus is also our story, as we follow in the way of the cross, the way to transformation, the way to new life, the way to resurrection. passion of our Lord Jesus Christ according to Mark. It was two days before the Passover and the festival of unleavened bread. The chief priests and the scribes were looking for a way to arrest Jesus by stealth and kill him. But they said, not during the festival or there may be a riot among the people. Then Judas Iscariot, who was one of the twelve, went to the chief priests in order to betray Jesus to them. When they heard it, they were greatly pleased and promised to give him money. So Judas began to look for an opportunity to betray Jesus. On the first day of unleavened bread, when the Passover lamb is sacrificed at evening, Jesus came with the twelve. When they had taken their places and were eating, Jesus said, Truly I tell you, one of you will betray me, the one who is eating with me. They began to be distressed and to say to him after one after another, surely not I. Jesus said to them, it is one of the 12, one who is dipping bread into the bowl with me. For the son of man goes as it is written of him, but woe to that one by whom the son of man is betrayed. It would have been better for that one not to have been born. When they were eating, Jesus took a loaf of bread, and after blessing it, he broke it and gave it to them and said, Take, this is my body. And he took a cup, and after giving thanks, he gave it to them, and all of them drank from it. Jesus said to them, This is my blood of the covenant, which is poured out for many. Truly, I tell you, I will never again drink of the fruit of the vine until that day when I drink it anew in the kingdom of God. When they had sung the hymn, they went out to the Mount of Olives. Then Jesus said to them, you will all become deserters, for it is written. I will strike the shepherd and the sheep will be scattered. But after I am raised up, I will go before you to Galilee. Peter said to him, even though all become deserters, I will not. Jesus said to him, truly, I tell you, this day, this very night, before the cock crows twice, you will deny me three times. But Peter said vehemently, even though I must die with you, I will not deny you. And all of them said the same.
they went to a place called Gethsemane, and Jesus said to his disciples, sit here while I pray. He took with him Peter and James and John and began to be distressed and agitated. And Jesus said to them, I am deeply grieved, even to death. Remain here and keep awake. And going a little further, he threw himself on the ground and prayed that if it were possible, the hour might pass from him. He said, Abba, Father, for you all things are possible. Remove this cup from me, yet not what I want, but what you want. Jesus came and found them sleeping, and he said to Peter, Simon, are you asleep? Could you not keep awake one hour? Keep awake and pray that you may not come into the time of trial. The spirit is indeed willing, but the flesh is weak. And again he went away and prayed, saying the same words. And once more he came and found them sleeping, for their eyes were very heavy and they did not know what to say to him. Jesus came a third time and said to them, are you still sleeping and taking your rest? Enough, the hour has come. The son of man is betrayed into the hands of sinners. Get up, let us be going. See, my betrayer is at hand. Immediately, while Jesus was still speaking, Judas, one of the 12, arrived and with him, there was a crowd with swords and clubs from the chief priests, the scribes, and the elders. Now the betrayer had given them a sign saying, the one I will kiss is the man. Arrest him and lead him away under guard. So when he came, he went up to Jesus at once and said, Rabbi, and kissed him. Then they laid hands on Jesus and arrested him. But one of those who stood near drew his sword and struck the slave of the high priest, cutting off his ear. Then Jesus said to them, Have you come out with swords and clubs to arrest me as though I were a bandit? Day after day I was with you in the temple teaching, and you did not arrest me. But let the scriptures be fulfilled. deserted him and fled. A certain young man was following him, wearing nothing but a linen cloth. They caught hold of him, but he left the linen cloth and ran off naked. They took Jesus to the high priest, and all the chief priests, the elders, and the scribes were assembled. Peter had followed him at a distance, right into the courtyard of the high priest, and he was sitting with the guards, warming himself at the fire. 
Now the chief priests and the whole council were looking for testimony against Jesus to put him to death, but they found none. For many gave false testimony against him, and their testimony didn't agree. Some stood up and gave false testimony against him, saying, We heard him say, I will destroy this temple that is made with hands, and in three days I will build another not made with hands. But even on this point, their testimony did not agree. Then the high priest stood up before them and asked Jesus, Have you no answer? What is it that they testify against you? But he was silent and did not answer. Again, the high priest asked him, Are you the Messiah, the Son of the Blessed One? Jesus said, I am, and you will see the Son of Man seated at the right hand of the power and coming with the clouds of heaven. Then the high priest tore his clothes and said, Why do we still need witnesses? You have heard his blasphemy. What is your decision? All of them condemned him as deserving death. Some began to spit on him, to blindfold him, and to strike him, saying to him, Prophesy! The guards also took him over and beat him. Peter was below in the courtyard. One of the servant girls of the high priest came by. When she saw Peter warming himself, she stared at him and said, you are also with Jesus, the man from Nazareth. But Peter denied it, saying, I do not know or understand what you're talking about. And he went out into the forecourt. Then the cock crowed. And the servant girl, on seeing him, began again to say to the bystanders, this man is one of them. But again, he denied it. Then after a little while, bystanders again said to Peter, certainly you are one of them, for you are a Galilean. But he began to curse, and he swore an oath. I do not know this man you are talking about. At that moment, the cock crowed for the second time. Then Peter remembered that Jesus had said to him, before the cock crows twice, you will deny me three times. And he broke down and wept. Oh, 
As soon as it was morning, the chief priests held a consultation with the elders and scribes and the whole council. They bound Jesus, led him away, and handed him over to Pilate. Pilate asked him, are you the king of the Jews? He answered him, you say so. Then the chief priests accused him of many things. Pilate asked again, have you no answer? See how many charges they bring against you. But Jesus made no further reply, so that Pilate was amazed. Now at the festival, he used to release a prisoner for them, anyone for whom they asked. Now a man named Barabbas was in prison with the rebels who had committed murder during the insurrection. So the crowd came and began to ask Pilate to do for them according to his custom. Then he answered them, do you want me to release for you the king of the Jews? For he realized that it was out of jealousy that the chief priests had handed him over. But the chief priests stirred up the crowd to have him release Barabbas for them instead. Pilate spoke to them again. Then what do you wish me to do with the man you call the king of the Jews? They shouted back, crucify him. Pilate asked them, why? What evil has he done? But they shouted all the more, crucify him. So Pilate, wishing to satisfy the crowd, released Barabbas for them. And after flogging Jesus, he handed him over to be crucified. Then the soldiers led him into the courtyard of the palace, that is, the governor's headquarters, and they called together the whole cohort. And they clothed him in a purple cloak, and after twisting some thorns into a crown, they put it on him. And they began saluting him, Hail, King of the Jews! They struck his head with a reed, spat on him, and knelt down in homage to him. After mocking him, they stripped him of the purple cloak and put his own clothes on him. Then they led him out to crucify him. They compelled a passerby who was coming in from the country to carry his cross. It was Simon of Cyrene, the father of Alexander and Rufus. Then they brought Jesus to the place called Golgotha, which means the place of a skull. And they offered him wine mixed with myrrh, but... He did not take it. And they crucified him and divided his clothes among them, casting lots to, to decide who each should take. It was nine o'clock in the morning when they crucified him. The inscription of the charge against him read, King of the Jews. 
you are invited to stand as you are able. And with him, they crucified two bandits, one on his right and one on his left. Those who passed by derided him, shaking their heads and saying, Aha, you who would destroy the temple and build it in three days, save yourself, come down from the cross. In the same way, the chief priests, along with the scribes, were also mocking him among themselves and saying, He saved others. He cannot save himself. Let the Messiah, the King of Israel, come down from the cross now so that we may see and believe. Those who were crucified with him also taunted him. When it was noon, darkness came over the whole land until it was three in the afternoon. At three o'clock, Jesus cried out with a loud voice, Eloi, Eloi, lema sabachthani, which means, my God, my God, why have you forsaken me? When some of the bystanders heard it, they said, listen, he is calling for Elijah. And someone ran filled a sponge with sour wine, put it on a stick and gave it to him to drink, saying, wait, let us see whether Elijah will come down to take him. Then Jesus gave a loud cry, breathed his last. And the curtain of the temple was torn in two from top to bottom. Now when the centurion who stood facing Jesus saw that in this way he breathed his last, he said, Truly, this man was God's son. Then Joseph bought a linen cloth and taking down the body, wrapped it in the linen cloth and laid it in a tomb that had been hewn out of the rock. He then rolled a stone against the door of the tomb. Mary Magdalene and Mary, the mother of Jesus, saw where the body was laid. The Passion of Our Lord Jesus Christ. 
of majesty, mercy, and light. Hear and heed our fervent prayers for the church around the world, that the faithful be nourished by your presence in the word, for bishops, pastors, and deacons, that they may be strengthened for their tasks of ministry, for those who are providing the necessary technology for our worship at this time. Let us pray. Lord, have mercy. For the earth, that it be saved from pollution and disregard, for endangered animals, that they and their habitats be protected, for scientists, that their knowledge of your earth will guide our society's choices. Let us pray. Lord, have mercy. For peace throughout the world, for an end to terrorism and religious violence, for all elected leaders, that they serve the common good. Let us pray. Lord, have mercy. For all who are facing the criminal justice system, for those wrongly accused of crime, for those who are incarcerated, that they be kept safe. Let us pray. Lord, have mercy. For the countries hardest hit by the coronavirus, for medical personnel and hospitals, for all who are sick or suffering, especially those we name aloud or in the chat. Mariel, for Rosella, for this community, and for the renewal of our faith this Holy Week, with thanks for Blessed Mary and all the saints who struggled through life and died in you, we praise your salvation now and until our end. Let us pray. Lord, have mercy. Into your hands, gracious God, we commend all for whom we pray, trusting in your mercy, through Jesus Christ, our Savior and Lord. Amen. Amen. Lord, remember us in your kingdom, and teach us to pray. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as in heaven. Give us today our daily bread. Forgive us our sins, as we forgive those who sin against us. Save us from the time of trial. Deliver us from evil. For the kingdom, the power, and the glory are yours, now and forever. Amen. Good evening, everyone. Uh, Pastor Ben here, wanting to offer a warm welcome to everyone who has gathered here tonight. I might be in Ohio this night, but I am, it's a pleasure to be able to welcome you into this space, into this virtual space. Here at Holy Trinity, we welcome you without ex exception. We welcome you because we are first welcomed by Christ. And we welcome one another, no matter who we are or where we're from, no matter the color of our skin or who we love or marry, no matter our age, our ability, our documentation status, our gender identity, who we vote for, or even how we feel about organized church or religion, or especially right now, church online. We are so glad you are with us, and we hope that this is a time and a space of sensing God's belonging and presence in your life. A few announcements for tonight. Uh, first of all, I want to thank everyone for your continued generosity to Holy Trinity. Um, for everyone who gives online or in the mail, we are so grateful for your continued 
generosity and abundance in this community. If you are not already set up with online giving or through the mail, you can always make a gift to us using Venmo. Um, that is how we pass the plate these days uh, while we are here on Zoom. I also wanted to uh, bring to your attention our Holy Week uh, schedule. If you haven't already received it uh, via our e-news, it's all easily uh, findable on our website, htchicago.org. And obviously today is the beginning of Holy Week with Palm Passion Saturday. So we are grateful you're with us for this. But if you'd like to also join us on Monday, Thursday, we will be having a service that night at 7 p.m. on Zoom. And I hear that there are still in-person spots available for that service. That's the only one left with in-person uh, opportunities though. So it'll be on Thursday, April 1st at 7 p.m. Um, there will be um, foot washing. So if that's something you'd maybe like to do, if there's one or more others in your space, you can do that with us as well, as well as Holy Communion. We'll also then have Good Friday with many opportunities. Uh, we will be celebrating Good Friday here at HT Loop with Grace Place Episcopal Church. And so uh, the opportunities that we have for you on Good Friday will be our noon Stations of the Cross service. And just a, a quick heads up about that service that we're doing it a bit differently this year. After the year that we've all been through together now, we're using images from this past year um, in our slideshow for those Stations of the Cross. So if that's something you'd be interested in, we invite you to join us on Zoom at noon on Good Friday. But we also have services at uh, 6.30 with Grace Place as well on Zoom. That'll be a more traditional liturgy from the Book of Common Prayer. Um, there's also opportunities uh, for an in-person uh, liturgy of Good Friday at 7 p.m. at St. Luke on Belmont and online. And then on Saturday is the highlight, the climax of our church year, truly. Uh, the Great Vigil of Easter will be Saturday, April 3rd at 7 p.m. Uh, and online is the option for you there. Um, we will be reading stories, the, the stories that make our life together here uh, from our scriptures. And uh, there'll be just an amazing service, uh, first Eucharist of Easter, um, a great reception to follow. So we encourage you to prepare for the Great Vigil of Easter by having a glass of champagne ready or whatever celebratory beverage you'd like to celebrate with after uh, that service on Saturday night. And then Easter Sunday uh, begins with a service at 9.30 uh, online, a liturgy of the resurrection of our Lord. So we invite you to uh, use that schedule to, to find which services uh, you're able to attend um, and to, to join us for the great three days of Easter. It is truly um, the moment in this church year that we get to, to truly experience all of the emotions. The, the roller coaster of Holy Week is, is great, but it is, it is wonderful to experience together um, in this community. So I encourage you to check that schedule out and to make preparations as you plan to uh, join us for worship. And with that said, we will continue now uh, with the sharing of the peace. Peace of Christ be with you always. And also with you. Please unmute, go to Gallery View, and let us share the peace with each other. God's peace, peace, everyone. Peace. Peace. Peace, everyone. Peace. Peace. May Christ, who calls you to take up your cross, give you the strength to bear your own and one another's God bless you now and forever in the strong name of the Holy Trinity, one God. Amen.
Thanks be to God.